0: This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 83 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Enjoy today's tip. I'm Glenda Geek from Lexington, Kentucky, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. We welcome Dr. Jen back to the show. Dr. Jen focuses on the rider and the mental health of the rider and the horse. Dr. Jen has also trained with several Olympic level event riders throughout her career. She is now the owner of the Happily Ever After Ranch. We'll speak to Dr. Jen right after this word from the Horse Radio Network. If you run any type of business in the horse world, from the smallest to the largest operation, then we have an opportunity for you. As we all know, magazines and traditional print media have been having difficulties, and people are not reading them like they used to. They're getting their horse news and equine entertainment in different ways now. And that means that your expensive print ads are not doing as well as they have for you in the past. We have one of those. We have a great alternative for you here at the Horse Radio Network. We have ad spots available on many of our shows, and they are effective and affordable. Our listeners are the most tuned in in the horse world. They are the target demographic you are trying to reach. For a fraction of the price you are paying for that magazine, you could be joining our stable of happy advertisers here at the Horse Radio Network. Drop me an email at Glenn with 2 ends at com for more information and rates. Now on with Dr. Jen. Well, hi, Dr. Jen. Welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. We do appreciate you coming on with us on a regular basis. I think it gets us all thinking about stuff we've never thought about before and feeling things we've never felt before.
1: Yeah, that's my job is to help you think and feel your way into the life of your dreams. That's my passion.
0: <laughs> well, uh... You know we've we've had a couple we, we we've done a number of tips now and and I encourage everybody to go back they can actually go to our website at horsetipdaily dot com and uh, go follow the link to to you and all of your episodes are listed there so they can go back and listen to them all in a row if they want to we've done a number of them now so uh, if if they haven't heard you before if, if this is the first time they're listening they can actually go back and listen to all of them I wanted to remind everybody of that.
1: Yeah, because they're all in some ways related, and if you took all the skills and put them together, you'd, you'd really be able to catapult yourself to the next level of your relationship with your horse and in your life. And so I think it's a good idea to head back and listen to a few of those and give them a try.
0: Well, and you know, I, you know one of the, things, the reasons I'm doing Horse Tip Daily is to expose people to things they may not have been exposed to before. And I think that this format where it's only 10 minutes a day and, and it's completely different every day allows them to do that and almost forces them to in a way. Yeah. Um, but yet if they keep an open mind and then th- th- it allows them the opportunity to go write to you, talk to you, get to know you better about what you're talking about and really discover something that they would have never discovered in any other way.
1: I agree. This stuff is uh, a little out there on the edge in terms of people aren't looking for it, but when they hear it, it strikes a tune with them, and and then they're like, wow, I think I would like to know some more about that, and that seems like it could really make a change, and so um, I thank you for having me here. Well,
0: and I think, too, what we're really talking about when you when you get to the bottom line is we're talking about a better relationship with your horse, but more importantly with that, we're talking about a better relationship with yourself.
1: You know, that is exactly what this work is. It's stepping into your authentic, heart-based self so that you can, you know, live the life that you were meant to live. And from there, right, success happens naturally with your horse, at work, with your friends, with with family. I was just going to
0: say, and with your family, more importantly, most importantly.
1: Exactly. And so what I love is that people love their horses. They want to spend time with their horses. And so why don't we help them connect with their horses first, and then they can realize, wow, I could do this with, with everybody,
0: well, isn't that the way it mostly goes with... Uh, with
1: uh, Horse people. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> you have to take them where I was trying out. to be uh,
0: diplomatic and politically correct there <laughs> and not get myself in trouble with my wife, actually.
1: Oh, uh, that's so. what the passion is, you know, and, and go from there. All right, think. good. <laughs> Well, yeah, so today I want to talk about taking back your power, because I don't know about you, Glenn, you sound kind of powerful, but many (laughs) of us have given up our sense of power in our lives and with other people. So, like, I don't know, if you ever feel like other people are in control or are making most of the decisions.
0: Well, you know, interesting, we always get off on tangents when you and I talk, and maybe that comes from you having the psychological background that you do. Mm. Um, You're good at having people go off on tangents, but... You know, I was very, very, very ill with Lyme disease for a year. Wow. And after that, you know, after I started to recover, which was a very long process, um, and my wife always says I was down to about thirty percent out of a hundred percent. And mm-hmm. and I don't even remember most of that time. Didn't wow. didn't drive a car for a year or any of that. But after that, um I decided just what you were saying there that that I was going to I was going to be in control of where I went from here and I was really going to do my bucket list. Yeah, um nice. You know, and I think that everybody gets don't you think that most pe- most people, not everybody. Don't you think that most people get to that point in their lives, but it's usually after a, 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 something horrific or tragic and it's too late to do anything about it at that point.
1: Um, yeah, they usually kind of have to hit some kind of bottom before they're like, you know, I've been a victim enough. You know, I've been pleasing other people enough. Everyone else has come first enough. Um, I've been afraid, and I'm timid, you know, and I need everyone's approval, and I'm sick of all of that. You know, all of that has to kind of hit a bottom before people are saying, you know what? I'm taking back my power, darn it. Right. You
0: know? And in my case, it was, look, it's time. You know, it's time to to really... To really live life, and what you say, live it daily.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because when, you, when you've given up your power, you know, how, how did that feel in your body?
0: Well, I was too sick to know at that point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, what, you know, maybe when you were at like uh, 70% or yeah, something. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know, you, know it, 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 you, you what you feel is hopeless and lost. Yeah. Um, that's what and you feel. And if I were
1: to look at you when you were in that space, you know, you would probably have said you felt like weak, and you probably would have looked kind of... Oh, I look.
0: I see pictures of myself during that time now, and, you know, part of that was the illness, of course, but um, I I looked like a a ghost.
1: Yeah, and, you know, that's an extreme example, but a lot of us are running around, essentially in that vibration, but say, you know, maybe just, you know, not quite that severe. And what happens when you approach your horse when you're disempowered like that?
0: Well, that's a good thing, because horses always, you know, they're pack animals, so... Um, I, I think that's probably where you're trying to go with this, isn't it?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, well, if you approach your horse and you're not in power, then he's going
0: <laughs> <Exactly. You know, laughs> to be
1: happy to take over. Exactly. Right?
0: Now, now we're almost in a dangerous situation.
1: Right. Or if he's not that type, then he's going to be afraid because there's no leader. You know? Exactly. So then, yeah. then no one's in control, and that's not a good situation for you um, in the saddle or in the ground. And so your horse wants you to show up as a full, powerful partner. And so if you've given up your power in other areas of your life, I guarantee that when you go out to the barn, we, we could watch, and we could we could see the way you've given up your power with your horse. And it's just not that much fun when you have done that with your horse. Well, and the same thing... Oh, go ahead.
0: Go, no, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, the same thing happens in real life, right? Like, what happens when you show up that way with people? Right. I mean, you're a doormat, right? Right, I mean, exactly.
0: And there's a lot about, of people that that's... go through life that way. And
1: Yeah. And you may not even realize the subtle ways you've given up your power, but even just asking, you know, other people, thinking that other people have a better answer or other people are better than you. I mean, there's lots of subtle ways. And so I wanted today to talk about how you can feel your way back into taking your power. Okay. And uh, we talked about this on uh, episode 43 um, of the Stable Scoop. So um, this will sound familiar to you. All right. The most powerful images, you know, that anybody, if I ask you what's the most powerful image, you know, one of the things that might come to mind is the sun. You know, obviously the sun is hugely powerful, and so we want to work with that image to help you take back your power. And here's how to do it. I suggest that you sit on your horse, and this can be bareback or in a saddle if you're more comfortable. And you want to take the posture of being in power, right? So that's like sitting up tall and having your shoulders back, you know, and having your head held high. You want to stretch your spine up to the sky. And then, in the area between your chest and your stomach, go ahead and picture a big yellow sun. And you might try this now while you're sitting there on your, on your ball. Okay. <laughs> um, imagine this big yellow sun right in the middle of you, shining warm and relaxing, but at the same time, strong and powerful rays through your whole body. So start with your chest and then allow the rays to radiate downward and upward until this, this feeling of the sun is in your whole body. And do this until you can feel powerful and confident, yet calm, within yourself. And that relaxing but powerful feeling, um, I want you then to encompass both you and your horse so that you're both sort of sitting kind of in this ball of, of powerful but relaxed sunshine and power. And then once you feel that you can imagine this calm confidence shining forward, creating a path that you can ride like confidently forward on. So you want to shoot that energy of the sun forward and you want to ride it forward. Okay. And I, can you feel that at all?
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, that, that goes back to actually one a couple of the other tips that we've done in the past as well.
1: It does. They kind of all relate, relate together. And if you could step into that powerful place of owning your power, right, it's going to change your riding immediately, and your horse is going to respond to that calm confidence and your leadership now because you're being a full partner. They want you to be that full partner, and together you guys can conquer anything from that space. Could you see how that would be a powerful space to go off and, say, do your hunter round or do your cross-country round?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, and that sort of goes back to, uh, I know in assertiveness training, they do similar types of exercises.
1: Yeah, because because before I started practicing with this, I was like a limp, like overcooked green bean before my cross-country marathon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you can imagine how my horse then, you know, uh, my green horse then went around, uh, you know, went around like a limp green bean or
0: something. <laughs> and you're an, you are an inventor, right?
1: Yep, I'm an inventor, so... Yeah. Uh, I've been playing with this image, and it's, it's extraordinarily powerful, but it's not just helpful for riding. You can practice shining the sun in any situation that you normally feel like you've given your power away in the past, you know? So but if you're going to go to talk to your boss or maybe your boyfriend or your or your spouse and you feel like they've sort of stripped you of your power, you step into that sun before the interaction. Get your sun shining, and then just see with that calm, confident power, see how it transforms the interaction. I bet you'd be surprised at what the other person does or says in response to your new, powerful self.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Try that, try that on with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but think you're...
0: she... I, in my case, I don't think... That that might not be good because uh, uh, I don't really have a problem with the power thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: good. That's good. But, and, but if, you, if you do and you suddenly try to, you know, to take back your power, be prepared for other people to not like it.
0: Exactly. I was just going to say that, actually.
1: You know, and even your horse might fight you a little bit in the beginning. If there, if other people are used to having the power, and you and you suddenly say, "No, I'm shining my my sun here," um, other people will often resist. But if you continue to shine that warm and confident and relaxing power, the resistance will melt, and it will shift your interaction.
0: And we're not talking about taking it to the point of arrogance here, either. We're, we're uh, no. no, yeah,
1: this isn't about like taking power over people. Right. This is about just taking back your own pa- power to embody, you know, who you are and what you really think and what you really feel, and being able to step into any situation and be that person who's not afraid to say what they mean and what they think.
0: Well, great, Dr. Jen. You know, it, it's always fun having you on here, and I, it, it always, I, it's very thought-provoking for me every single time. And I'm sure it is for our listeners as well. Where can they learn more about you and get in touch with you if they want to?
1: Here we've got um, a beautiful 36-acre ranch out in Denver, Colorado, and we invite people to come out and play with us, and they can learn more about that at our website, www.happilyeverafterranch.com.
0: And they can follow you on Twitter, too, can't they?
1: Yep, we're on Twitter, and we've got YouTube videos, and we've got a blog, and so you know, my mission is really about inspiring people to to live their best life and to think about how they may use their horse in that endeavor, how their horse wants to support them in that. and so check out the blog with some really inspiring stories about what can happen when you help when you use your horse to help you know reclaim the life that you deserve.
0: All right, great, Dr. Jen. We'll see you again soon.
1: Thanks so much, Glenn. We'll see you later.
0: Well, as we said, you can hear more from Dr. Jen on episode forty-three of the Stablescoop Radio Show at Stablescoop.com. And you can learn more about Dr. Jen and find the links to her websites on her profile page at horsetipdaily.com. Well, it's time for today's email. This email is from Hannah, and she's a listener to the Stable Scoop radio show, but I just thought I'd had to share this email. It was kind of cute. She says, Hi, I've just fallen upon this little gem, and I am loving it. I've just finished listening to the Horse Husbands and Wives episodes on StableScoop.com, and you can find those, by the way, by going to StableScoop.com. The Horse Husbands episode was the most listened-to episode we've ever done on the Horse Radio Network. Uh, and she goes on to say, Glenn, your wife is hilarious. My wife was on the Horse Wives episode. And she says, anyway, to, uh, I read this and thought you may get a laugh out of it. And it, it's entitled A Horse Wife Is. And she, she writes, a horse wife is a sentimental fool. She displays a maximum of six by 10 color photos of her horse and carries a crumpled snapshot of you taken before you were married somewhere at the bottom of her purse. That's probably true, I think. A co- uh, a horsewife is accommodating for individuals, smooches a- with the most be-whiskered beast, but then recoils when you need a shave. A horsewife is a culinary perfectionist, checks every section of hay for mold, but doesn't blink when she petrifies your dinner in the microwave. A horsewife is a select a uh, horsewife has rather a selective sense of smell, bitterly complains about your st- Sticky sweet cigar smoke while remaining totally oblivious to the most visible aroma of her barn boots drying next to the heater. A horse wife is a moving force in the family. House by house, she will get you to move closer and closer to horse country and farther from your job. A horse wife is resourceful. You may have to wear the same shoes to work all year, but at least her horse will get new shoes every six weeks. Well, that's just great, Hannah. We appreciate you sending that in. And, of course, you can drop me an email at Glenn with 2 ends at horseradionetwork.com. And don't forget that you can find the rest of our shows, including that horse husband's episode of Stable Scoop, at horseradionetwork.com. Well, I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone.